the Lord, for he is worthy of our praise, of our praise. No man on earth should give glory to himself. All the glory must be to the Lord. Abba Father, we bless and appreciate you. We give you thanks and praise for another time of fellowship in your presence. We celebrate you for what you have been doing from the first day of this conference, even to now. We thank you for what you have taught us thus far. We thank you for the great light, the great revelation, the great insight. We bless you, Jesus. Jesus, to you be all the praise and glory forever in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sweet Holy Spirit, we reverence you. Welcome into this meeting. We ask that you take absolute control. Teach us your word tonight. Grant us understanding that we may live. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of a living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. amen. We give God praise forevermore, and we thank him for the fifth day of um, Hairs Conference 2023. It's been awesome. It's been a glory-to-glory -glory ride. It's been a, 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 an exceeding, ever-increasing um, 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 movements of um, revelation and insight. We bless the name of the Lord. This year's health conference has been wonderful. I mean, it was a build up on last year's conference, and um, we really appreciate God for what we have been learning. Praise God forevermore. We also want to thank God for the prayer um, sessions we have in the mornings. They've been awesome. This morning's prayer session was really wonderful and it spanned even longer than it has been going before amen to jesus we give god thanks and praise we want to welcome everyone joining us wherever you're joining us from we want to um, appreciate every listener for uh, wherever you're listening from the good lord bless you in the name of jesus we trust the holy spirit for the great time of fellowship tonight in the name of jesus amen all right we are still looking at the uh, manifesting as heirs of god which is um uh, looking at the blessedness of suffering with Christ. Praise God forevermore. The blessedness of suffering with Christ. We've looked at um, persecution and um, we understood that it means to suffer. It means to be pressed and it also means um, to flee. Amen to Jesus. I'm unable to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, look at what it means to be pressed, um, what, it look, what it means to suffer, and also, we've also looked at what it means to flee. Um, and um, the analogy of um, Jesus was used, and, and the Apostle, Apostle Paul. Amen to Jesus. And then yesterday we looked at the first church. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And we got a great light thus far. Um, every of these re um, revelations and information are important to us as believers in the Lord Jesus. Amen to Jesus. I'm going to be teaching something today that I believe that is already a season we are in. Amen to Jesus. And um, yesterday I made us understand by the help of the Holy Spirit that um, at a point in time we began to understand that we had to flee the previous location we were. Um, after the Lord had made me do a lot of work there um, and we began to pray, Lord, where do we turn? Seeing that we're not being received, the gospel was not being received. Amen to Jesus. And um, after much prayers, the Lord began to lead us to where we're supposed to turn to. And um, just use, uh, first we thought about a particular location, um, tried over and again to get an accommodation there, we couldn't get and finally we got the accommodation where we got the Accommodation and it was just a precise place. Only for us to come into the location, um, and um, it was the 11th of um, 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 January this year, came into the location, and um, 
the next day was a Sunday and I began to ask the Lord, what do I share? What do I share? Because we, are in, we, are, we this time around, we intentionally took time to pray, amen, to Jesus. And the Lord led me to what to share and we understood what the location is. And by the grace of God, we have begun to see it. Amen to Jesus. Amen. amen. Glory to God forevermore. And now we invested some good hours praying for, you know, the location. Amen to Jesus. And we have been seeing the goodness of God. We have been seeing the grace of God. We have been seeing God, um, you know, bring some things that we have been looking for for years. Amen. Amen to Jesus. All right. And we thank God for that. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. All right. We are continuing the blessedness of suffering with Christ. The blessedness of persecution. Amen to Jesus. Now, in our previous study, we learned that persecution is the authentication stamp on all that we gain due to all that we left in order to follow Christ. Persecution is the authentication stamp on all that we gain due to all that we left in order to follow Christ Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, so how do you know that you are gaining for following Jesus? Persecution has to show up. Are you getting what I'm saying? If there is no persecution, then it means that you are what you are actually gaining is not as a result of you what leaving it all and leaving something to follow Christ Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And we're going to be looking at some critical things today. When the Lord began to open my eyes to something today, I was like, wow, wow. I was like, Lord, help me. Some very critical, you know, things. And the reason why the church we have had more seekers than disciples is because of this understanding that is lacking. The reason why we have had more crowd than disciples is because of this understanding that is lacking. And I pray the Lord will grant us this understanding, just one simple understanding, and I believe it to revolutionize our thinking. Amen to Jesus. We learned in our previous story that persecution is good. Amen to Jesus. And we should actually expect it. Praise God forevermore. And um, if we are not seeing it as Christians, we have to begin to check our... Um, Followership of the Lord Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Because the proof that we are following Jesus is that we will be persecuted. Amen to Jesus. Glory to God forevermore. So if you are not being persecuted, you have to check it, check it, check it. Check it, check it. If Joseph went through his own, amen to Jesus. If um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel, they went through their own. Um, I, I, I think every believer in the Lord Jesus is to be crying and saying, Lord, please give me my own. Because if Old Testament men, you know, we call them Old Testament, and many of us brag that we are new creations, but we have not even, we have not even uh, tasted and enjoyed what the seemingly old creations tasted and enjoyed. And if we are bragging to be new creations, have not tasted what they enjoyed, then there is, we, are, we are missing it seriously. We have to cry unto God. We have to cry unto God. Amen to Jesus. We have to cry unto God. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Now, we've understood it, and the reason for this is because persecution comes with all we gain due to all we left to follow Jesus. Persecution comes with all we gain due to all we left to follow Jesus. So, whatsoever you leave to follow, yesterday we understood that it, Jesus did not say you have to leave everything. Say if you leave father or mother or brother or sister or house or land, amen to Jesus. Jesus is just comfortable with you living at least just one thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you can just leave one thing to follow me. You see, before I thought we have to leave everything. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh -huh. You have to leave father, mother, brother, sister. For, for some of us, we will not leave brother and sister because maybe our brothers and sisters are born again and they need to follow us in the, uh, are we together. Amen. Some of us, our parents are born again. They need to follow us. Praise God forevermore. But some of us, we, our parents are, 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 or our brothers and sisters are lots. Amen. And if they follow us in this journey, they will become a covering. The, the word lots there is a Hebrew word that means a covering, a veil. Amen. And for the period that Lot was with Abraham, he discovered that the Lord was not speaking to Abraham. When Lot left Abraham, the Lord began to speak immediately. You get what I'm saying? Now, so it doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you, you despise them. It doesn't mean that you, 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 you eschew them. Are you get what I'm saying? But you just have to leave. Are you get what I'm saying? You know, so that you can follow Jesus wholeheartedly. And even some born again Christians, sometimes we have to leave some of them. So we can follow Jesus wholeheartedly because they don't understand the frequency at which the Lord is calling us. Are we together? I remember when the Lord began to call me to pioneer the work full time, to pioneer it fully. Um, one of my siblings, born again, you know, tongue speaking, spirit filled, the sibling told me, you would not do that. And I didn't argue with this person, but I did not just allow the person to follow me. I get what I'm saying. Yes. I left the person. Are we together? And over again, this person has come to oppose many things the Lord is telling me. And I don't fight. I don't argue. I just leave. You see, you don't have to fight. You don't have to argue with people. You don't have to bring out a, a, a big issue. Because you are following Jesus, you now start quarreling with everybody in the family, start fighting everybody in the family, start um, um, bringing lightning and thunder and tsunami and bombs. No, 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 no. Just leave. Just leave. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just leave. And... Time and again, God has proven himself. And um, every of the suggestions of this um, sibling has not stood. <laughs> Amen to Jesus. And God has proven himself. In fact, it has become that serious that uh, even um, my, my, my parents have literally left me to God. Um, they don't because every time he comes and says, God told him. And at the end of the day, if you try to oppose what God has said, he won't fight you. But at the end of the day, you see that he will leave you. And when he leaves you, you see that God will come true for him. They've seen it over and again. I remember the first time when the Lord told me, I was 25, when the Lord told me, leave your father's house and I will bless you. Ah, as at that time, you know, I'm the, I'm the youngest child of my father, youngest male child of my father, amen to Jesus. My eldest brother of the blessed memory was still in the house then, you know, my immediate dad, I think he went for national youth service or something like that. I can't remember precisely, but you know, Everything, all the situation surrounding me was like, you're a young boy, you're a small boy, why are you, why are you living in the house? And I called my both parents and I told them, the Lord said that you leave your house and, and you will bless me. And my parents were like, Ooh, okay. It was shocking to them. But they said, okay, if the Lord told you that, what do we do? We can't see otherwise. Amen to Jesus. I believe my father must have thought back when I was 17 as I finished secondary school. And I told him, um, Daddy, I want to get a job. And he looked at me, what's wrong with this weird boy? You are the smallest boy in the house and you're looking for a job. Why should he be looking for a job? I said, I want to get a job. He said, okay, go and get a job. No argument. I got a teaching job, and I used to trek long distance to go and teach. When I get there, I'll be tired. And I'll trek, go, trek, come. Are you get what I'm saying? So I believe he must have thought back to that time, and like, ah, this guy has been on his own frequency. You know, during my um, industrial attachment, you know, at my IT, I went out one morning, people were looking for, for a place for IT, um, people were helping them get, and nobody was there to help me get my own, you know. And I went out one morning and I came back and I told my dad, I've gotten a place. He said, you have gotten, okay, you're bye bye, okay. <laughs> you know, so it's been like, this guy just does his own thing, I you get what I'm saying? And 
over the time, they have seen that God has come true for me. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And also, when I have to leave, I just leave. Amen. Amen. Without fighting, without struggling. Don't, no need to fight. No need to, to, you know. I remember when the Lord was telling us, okay, after we finish in Congo, come to um, Ghana. And we, we just came into Nigeria just about just one month, two weeks, my parents, two weeks, my in-laws. And my parents were like, oh, why don't you stay? And I, be, and I used scriptures to explain to them that, see, this... Be, this beneath you are telling me to come back and stay back is not in accordance with what the Lord has told me. And as I brought scriptures and prayed, they, they are pastors. So once Chimdi brings us scriptures, you answer. Off. As I brought us scriptures and displayed it, they say, It's okay, actually, you are right. And they had to let me go. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. That's why you don't fight. You live. You don't need to fight to live. You live. Amen to Jesus. And you see, when you can leave something just to follow Jesus, just to suffer with Christ, Jesus appreciates it a lot. Even if it's only one thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be everything. Just one thing. Jesus appreciates it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It shows that you value him so much. You see, every reasonable person appreciates sacrifice. Are you getting what I'm saying? Appreciate sacrifice. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah. You see, there are many decisions that some of us would have made. But when we see the sacrifices that we have made, are you getting what I'm saying? We consider the sacrifice that we don't make such decisions. I used to tell them when I was in Benin City, the first church, um, the first location I started the work of the ministry. I used to tell them in church, and I say, I tell them, I say, the reason why I will not stop preaching is because I know that if I stop now, God will raise a stone to do this work. And for all the efforts I put into this work, ah, I can't lie a stone do this work for me. Are we together? So those are, when, when God sees that we make sacrifices, no matter small that sacrifice is, God values it. Are you getting what I'm saying? He values it. We, I want to bring that to our memory. I want us to keep that in our hearts, that God values your little sacrifices. He values them. Amen to Jesus. You may call them little, but to him it's not little. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the end, we actually do not lose anything when we follow Jesus. Are we getting it? On, on a... On a Temporary note, it looks like a loss. I get what I'm saying. But in the actual sense of it and in this end of it, we actually do not lose anything when we follow Jesus. We actually gain everything we left to follow Jesus in multiplied quantity and quality. And we do that in time. Are we together in this world? So let me make us understand something. When we leave anything to follow Jesus, we cannot lose it. We cannot lose it. It may look like we are losing it. Are you get what I'm saying? But we are not losing it. We would actually get it in a multiplied quantity and quality in this time. In time. In time. That's the beauty of the way of serving the Lord Jesus. You gain it in time. <laughs> it's not just going to wait for eternity. We are going to be looking at um, the next study we are going to be looking at is the gain in eternity. I get what I'm saying. But we are looking at the gain in time now. Are we together? Matthew chapter 5, verse 10. You know. Jesus says here, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And then, for the, thing, for the things I've said thus far, we're going to look at Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. We looked at it yesterday. We're going to look at it today again. Amen to Jesus. The purpose of this thing is just to drive home one point. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you can get this point, my brothers, my sisters. You know, this morning, um, Pastor led a prayer, and she said, the prayer was, um, Lord, help me. Jesus seen the glory ahead of the cross. Endure the cross, despising the shame. And the prayer we prayed was, Lord, help me to see that glory ahead. So that I can endure this persecution. I can endure this suffering. 
The reason why many Christians run away from persecution is because they have not seen the glory ahead. Jesus saw the glory. Ah, Paul saw the glory. That's why he said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Ah, and then he said, I fought a good fight. He saw the glory and then he said, there awaits me a crown of glory which the Lord has preferred for those who love him. Oh, Stephen saw the glory as they were stoning him. The Bible says, as we open, and he said, I see Jesus standing by the right hand of the Father. Ah, they say blasphemy. The same Jesus that you that made us start stoning you, you say you are seeing him now. And not only are you seeing him, you are seeing the same Jesus that blasphemed that him and the Father are one. You are saying you are seeing him standing by the right hand of the Father. Increase the stone, raise the, increase the size. It's like this small, small stone we're raising is not filling them yet. Increase the size of the stone, let this man fill it once and let him die. And they extinguished him. But he saw the glory. So he was even telling them, oh, please, hurry up and stone. Increase. When he saw the glory, he had to use that. He had to say, tell them what he saw. So he instigate them. So there are stones. They will increase the stoning. And it makes his size is bigger. So you quickly go. <laughs> so you not waste time. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. He saw the glory. Are you get what I'm saying? We must see the glory. If we don't see what is ahead, we will not see the reason to forge on. Yes. Are we together? Yes. We will not see the reason to forge on. And as a lot of Christians are escaping persecution. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like I said, um, there's a time to escape. There's a time to flee. There's a time to vanish. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when the time has not come, don't vanish. If your period of um, persecution is eight years and you are trying to vanish at the fifth year, you are not getting it done rightly. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. You know, uh, um, another thing to know is that if God wants you to leave a location of persecution, he wants you to vanish from there, he wants you to flee, that's another word, vanish, escape. Um, if he wants you to leave, he's, he, 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 he makes you leave at the right time. Why? Because the new location you are going to is preparing it for you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So if you leave before the time, oh, shut I'm talking from experience. Huh? I'm talking from experience. This new location we came to, my God, my God, we're just seeing, we're just seeing God unfold things to us. Unfold things to us. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a joy. You know, is this, is this me that I look like I was, I was an orphan? Is this me? That nobody that I can call family, nobody I can call friend, nobody I can sit down and talk with, nobody I can share my heart with? Is this me? That today, God is beginning to surround me. Ah, come on. But don't run before the time. Because the preparation is not yet made. You run before the time. You, 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 you protract your persecution. What is supposed to last for eight years now lasts for 15 years. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right, Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. It says, Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that had left house or brethren or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive an hundredfold. Now in this time, you see, if he had just said now, it would have been fine. But double emphasis now in this time. See, Jesus was specific about when we are to receive this. And if Jesus speaking, yes, it's not me talking. So please, if you have a problem with um, what I have to say, I believe you should not have a problem with what Jesus is saying. 
He didn't just say now. He says now in this time. Double emphasis. A double positive. So that means as long as you did it, you are sure of having it. Say now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution. With what? Persecution. Persecution. And in the world to come, eternal life. Now, there are two rewards for, um, for um, living anything to follow Jesus. There are two rewards for suffering for Jesus. The two rewards are the rewards that are, the two rewards are number one, the rewards to come now in this time. And that reward to come now in this time, they are physical things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at them. Jesus clearly stated them. They are physical things. Houses, brethren, Sisters, mothers, children, lands, but they also come with persecution. I get what I'm saying. And the second set of reward is what the, um, um, the the reward to come in the world to come. And what is that reward? It is eternal life. Are you get what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Now, this eternal life I'm talking about here is what you received when you got born again. Amen to Jesus. Praise God. But now, the beauty about the um, eternal life we're talking about in this particular situation here is that you've received it when you got born again. Amen to Jesus. And after this life, you can live it. Are we together? The sinner does not have eternal life. So after this life, it is eternal damnation. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, so the beauty about it is that the, the one who, the born-again child of God, is blessed with eternal life. The one who leaves something to follow Jesus is, is doubly blessed. Because he has that thing in this, now in this time, in the hundredfold, and he also has what? Eternal life. So now, you're born again, you don't want to leave anything to follow Jesus, you have eternal life, that's beautiful. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there's something that comes now in this time, you cannot have it. <laughs> I praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, Jesus. I may say this is a, this is a marketing strategy for, for persecution. You can take it like that, no problem. It's a marketing strategy for suffering for Christ, no problem, take it like that. Um, yeah, I'm marketing suffering for Christ today. Amen. Yeah. For, for, since the beginning, that we looking like it's very hard. The message has been very hard. Very hard. Today, I want, is uh, not trying to, I'm not sugarcoating it, but this is the gospel. Are you get what I'm saying? Amen to Jesus. And I believe that you want the double. Is that not so? Eternal life is beautiful. But there are some things we need here. Praise God. And I believe you want that. Amen to Jesus. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, the preceding is the first reward from God to all saints who leave something or someone important to follow Jesus. The first reward from God, the Father, to all saints who leave someone or something important to follow Jesus is what? Is a hundredfold now in this lifetime of whatsoever or whosoever you left. Are we together? Praise God forevermore. And I want to make you understand something that um, somebody will be excited and say, yes, yeah, so if I live now, I will get it back now. Uh, let me tell you, you may not get it back immediately. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, um, because if you plant a seed, you won't get the harvest immediately. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there's an assurance you will get it. You will surely get it. You will surely, surely, surely get it. Amen to Jesus. You will surely get it. You see, let me, let me, let me tell you something. Um, I remember when um, the, Lord, uh, the Lord opened the door for the missions in Congo. And when I left, it was like nobody, no family, no friend, nobody. 
in Congo. Are you get what I'm saying? But the Lord gave me a pastor friend in Congo who till date we are still in touch. In fact, I will say that of all the pastors I know, I've known in life, are you get what I'm saying? That I can call friends. No one has actually helped me the way that man helped me. Are we together? Yeah. And today we are in touch. Today we are in touch. Our, 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 our new um, our album, uh, sec, uh, Phase 2 of New Dawn, is coming out very soon. And in one of the songs, he had to do some um, Lingala voiceovers for me, which I, I was able to use. I'm telling you, when I was going there, it looked like nobody, but God brought. Are we together? Yes. Uh, and, I, and therefore I say, no, I don't, I don't know anybody when I'm moving to a land. When the Lord tells me to move, I move. And somebody was telling him, do you know anybody if I came to God? I said, I didn't, know, I didn't know nobody. He was shocked. And he's amazed that I didn't know nobody. And God connected me to somebody that he has known. And the, the, the relationship that me and these people, me and this person have, is as though we had known for 10 years back. He's shocked. But you can't explain it, sir. You know what I left and you know who I left. And you're expecting me to function at the same frequency with you. Praise God forevermore. The proof that you left someone or something important to follow Jesus is that God brings it back to you in multiplied food with persecution. I get what I'm saying? So how do you know you have left someone or something to follow Jesus? God brings it back to you in multiplied food with persecution. That's a God we serve. Oh no, there is no loss in God. I get what I'm saying? There is no loss in God. You cannot leave someone or something important to follow this Jesus, to suffer with this Jesus, and then he will not restore back to you in a multiplied food. In this time, in this time, he will do it. Praise God forevermore. But it also comes with persecution. So this means that if you are not persecuted for the blessing of God on your life, it is not a reward for following Jesus. In other words, if you are not persecuted for the blessing of God in your life, that blessing, in quote, is not a reward for suffering with Jesus. It's not a reward for being a disciple of Jesus. Question now is, yes, I am blessed. Yes, I'm seeing blessings. Yes, but I'm not being persecuted. You understand why? That blessing is a general blessing for every Christian. Again, I'm saying. But for you to move from general blessing to disciples' blessings, the proof of being a disciple is that your blessing, the blessing that comes to you comes with persecution. I, I, you get what I'm saying? And so if you look at the church today, on a larger scale, 90%, 99% of the people just want to be blessed. I get what I'm saying? But nobody wants to be persecuted. In other words, we just want to be blessed, but we don't want to be disciples. I get what I'm saying? And you see, every, every faith thrives on the wings, of, on the shoulders of disciples. What you may call fanatics. Are you get what I'm saying? Every faith, I'm not talking about the Christian faith alone. Every faith thrives on the shoulders of disciples, of what they call faithfuls. Faithfuls. We will call it disciples. Some other faiths call it faithfuls. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And but you see, we are also call, we also call it faithful because Paul told Timothy, said, The things I have taught you, commit them to what? Faithful men who also teach them to what? Others. Now, every faith thrives on the shoulders of faithful men, of disciples, of disciples. Men that are ready to live and die for what they believe. Men that have moved from the level of Pistis to the level of Emuna. 
<laughs> Last kubrash ever Pistis is a Greek word for faith. Are you get what I'm saying? But you see, when you go through the Old Testament rendition of faith, it is not actually just pistis, which is, you know, the, 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 a trust in God, a belief in God. It is the, the, the Jewish, the Jewish re, um, main re, uh, word for faith is emuna. And emuna means beyond life, beyond belief. Now, faith that we have defined over time is trusting in God, is believing in God and trusting in God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, but emuna is something that is bigger than life itself. It's bigger than your belief system. So actually, you live and die for it. That was the level that Paul operated in when he said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. It's emuna, sir. It was bigger than his life. It was bigger than his even mind can comprehend. It was bigger than, let me use what is belief system. Faith is bigger than your belief system. Faith is faith is bigger than, you see, Emuna, sorry, is bigger than your belief system. It's bigger than your 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 your, your trust system. Are you get what I'm saying? Emuna is bigger than you. So you actually depend on Emuna. Emuna is actually beyond your life. Are we together? <laughs> and see, every faith that succeeds succeeds on the grounds of men of emuna they tried to kill this christian fetter they tried different emperors i began to look at the persecution of the church i began to look at the persecution of church i began to look at the persecution of the church looking looking into the persecution of the church over and again i am i looked at some some um, materials on the persecution of the church and when i looked into these materials i saw that men there were a number a number a number of you know of um of um roman emperors who tried to 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 to, to you know to wipe out the christian faith praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus Amen. you know aside the roman emperors there were also there were there were other people who tried to wipe out the christian faith praise god forevermore hallelujah to jesus so um it's not it's not something that is is cheap talk the faith has been under attack and they can understand how it keeps growing i get what i'm saying i remember um a particular in a particular nation the the um, the, 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 the the king told them that no christ no all churches should be closed Close down all churches. Close the doors. Nobody should go to church again. I think for how many years? After I closed the churches for how many years? Good number of years. One day he said, okay, let him stroll around and see the people, the churches that he closed their doors and how the Christians are faring. Because by now they should have become apostates. They should have, they should have backslidden. They should have, you know. Only for him to pass as he was passing every street, he saw in people's houses, he saw people praising God, people praying, people preaching, people pray. Ah! He went back, he said, hey, when I closed their church doors, I never knew I opened more doors in their houses. <laughs> say, please, I better open their doors back. <laughs> open, open, if, if, please, give them, open their church, because what is happening in my city now? If I, if I don't open their church doors, they'll, they'll finish the city. When the, when, the, when the Christians in China were first on the ground, they were about, was you know, um, some 50 million or thereabout. So how many years of after being forced on the ground? By the time they allowed them to surface again, they had increased to 150 million. Ah, what is happening? We thought when we pressed them, they would have died. But rather, when you press us, that's when we increase. We increase. We increase. Pressing increases us. It increases us. 
And they were, they, they're always shocked. They're always shocked. And I tell you, I preach most in my, in the, in, when I was in the highest point of persecution. I preach most. Remember when, when we're going through what we're going through in, in our previous missions field? Ah, when the Lord opened the door for me to preach once, I just told that my pastor friend, oh, I'm, I'm out on itinerary now. He said, okay. Next thing he called me back. I said, can I come and preach on Sunday? I was like, why not? I went to preach. Ah, they were blessed. Oh, then the next thing, they invited me again to preach. And one of their senior pastors was there. After I finished preaching, the senior pastor called me. And I came to meet him. And he said, I learned your father is a pastor in this same ministry. I said, yes. He said, what's your father's take on you running your own ministry? I said, not, you know. My father has never told me his take. <laughs> and he kept quiet. He kept quiet. And till date, um, I remember somebody was talking with pastor and I was like, so you mean that? Your in-laws are pastors, senior pastors. I say yes. I say they don't support your husband's ministry anyway. I say they don't, they don't support the ministry. They just they say they are praying for him. Eh? So we just we are just trusting God and moving on. Like people are like, what's this? Can, can, can you can you comprehend this? So you have this kind of heavy anointed son and nothing, no support of any kind. But that's what God wants. So let's keep on pressing. Are you getting what I'm saying? And. And from, from then, he invited me again for a meeting. He said, okay, they are doing 21 days fasting and prayer. I should preach for seven days in a row. I preached for seven days in a row. After the seven days, he told me, yeah, the program is 21 days old. If I want to continue for another one, one week, I should continue. I said, okay, I'm going to preach in the church on sun, the next day, on Sunday evening. So on Monday, I'll come and continue. So 14 days in a row, I was preaching. Today, I said that one of my um, um, se- seniors in the ministry, you know, he's um, my, my, my lawyer and also my, um, he's, a, he's an archbishop. He told me, he said, take it easy, you. take it easy. Eh? I know you have a zeal for the Lord, take it easy. Eh? I will just, I'm, I will then tell him, take it easy. Now, nah, now nah, I'm still firing. I'm even saying that I've not fired enough. I want to now start firing. When we enter, when I told somebody of how the Lord helped us from 2020, between 2020 and 2021, over 200 messages preached, back to back, Monday to Friday, then Sunday, ah, the pastor said, eh? We were shocked. But those were the hits, those were the hit period of ministry. Persecution left, right, and center. And we give, that was when we are giving our best. I get what I'm saying? So that's when you actually give your best. It pushes you to pray. It pushes you to study. It pushes you to give your best. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. So if you are not persecuted for the blessing of God on your life, it is not a reward for what? Suffering for Jesus. I get what I'm saying. It's not a reward for suffering for Jesus. And why would I say, not not just this one, but following Jesus? Because some of us think we are following Jesus, but we are not actually following Jesus. Some of us are following our man of God. And we have... We have justifiable reasons to say that, say because Apostle Paul said, "Follow me as I follow Jesus." Some of us are following many other things. Some of us are following the, the Jesus on social media. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. But the same, this Jesus said, "If any man seek to follow me, he must do what? Pick up his cross and follow me." You can't drop your cross and follow the Jesus who picked up his cross. No, 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 no. Are you get what I'm saying? So if you want to follow me, you must be ready to be persecuted. You must be ready to suffer with me. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God forevermore. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So by virtue of the finish, we need to understand something. Now somebody like, but what do you mean by if the blessing of God in my life is not um, attracting persecution, it means that that is not the reward. And also, if... Um, the, what I'm seeing is not the multiplied food of what I have left. It's not a reward. 
You say, but what do you mean? But I'm blessed now. We are blessed in Christ. Yes, we are blessed in Christ. That's why we're going, go, we going somewhere right now. Um, by virtue of the finished work of Christ, we who are in Christ have all been blessed with all spiritual blessings, which can actually translate to physical and material benefits. Are you getting what I'm saying? By, result, by virtue of the word, finished work of Christ. Galatians chapter 3, popular verse of scripture, we know it, verse 13 and 14. Praise God. It says, Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a three, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I get what I'm saying? That the blessing of Abraham might come on what? The Gentiles. Amen. So by virtue of the finished work of Christ, the virtue of the blessing of Abraham has come on the Gentiles. Are you get what I'm saying? And what is the blessing of Abraham? The blessing of Abraham is the blessing of number one, the blessing of Land, are you getting me? God gave Abraham a land. You see, the blessing that God gave to Abraham was it had physical things in it. Are you get what I'm saying? It's the blessing of land. And land speaks of what? Dominion. Are you get what I'm saying? The blessing of land. God told him, this, uh, wherever, the, uh, he said, um, wherever, he said, look, look, Look round, as far as your eyes can see, I've given to you and your children. And I say, whatever this is of you that I have upon, I've given you for your possession. And then the Lord also told him, this, 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 this land, walk, walk round it, I'll give it to you. The blessing of land, are you getting what I'm saying? There was a blessing of land. Um, we, when we think of Abraham, the first thing we think of is finances. Abraham was rich before God promised him the blessing. When he was leaving Haran, he was living with... Um, with um, Tattoos, uh, camel, and the likes. Are you get what I'm saying? It was not even the blessing of wife. He left around with wife. Are you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Are, are we together? But he was he, he had not yet received a land. Bible says that Abraham obeyed God and he moved to a city which he knew not, which the maker and the builder was God. The blessing of Abraham is the blessing of land. Is a blessing of locational dominion. Mm. <laughs> locational what? Dominion. And see, once you have locational dominion, everything, everything submits to you in that location. Are we together? Once you have locational dominion, everything in that location submits to you. So when we think of the blessing of Abraham, what we think of is, um, is, um, um, cars, houses, blah, 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 blah. Abraham, before God promised him a blessing, he had camels, he had um, businesses, he had houses, movable houses. He was using tent. <laughs> he had movable houses. No, that was, we can call it, he had hotels. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. He had servants. Are you getting what I'm saying? He had a strong workforce, uh, you know, under him. But he had not received the land. And the land is the blessing of location that gives you territorial dominion. Are we together? And if you go through from Old Testament down to New Testament, God emphasized on land, land, land. God gave Abraham the blessing of land. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the children of Israel, God gave them land. And in the new creation, Christ is our land. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so the blessing of Abraham, it was a physical land. Are you getting what I'm saying? Which also, um, um, for us in new creation, is Christ. But also a physical location too. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? And let me tell you, God, told, God blessed Adam and said, be free to multiply, replenish the earth, and have dominion. Territorial dominion. You see, when there is territorial dominion, it means that the physical factors in the territory are submissive to you. Yeah. The physical factors in the territory are submitted, are submit, they, are submit, they are submitted to you. You can control them. Are we together? And the second blessing that God blessed Abraham with was the blessing of his son. I get what I'm saying? The blessing of offspring, which is what? Generational blessing. Are we together? And these two things were what? Physical. They were what? Physical. <laughs> so, when we get born again, we are blessed with the blessing of Abraham, with the blessing of um, dominion, are you get what I'm saying? And the blessing of offspring. Are we together? And every man's life is dependent on that two things. Is it every man's life is dependent on those two things? Location. You need location. Location determines your location. Are you get what I'm saying? And offsprings determines your what? Your continuity. Are you get what I'm saying? Those are the two major blessings that are important to a man's life. Praise God forevermore. If location is settled, every allocation you need will come in your location. There are people who are in a village and, the, and things are rich, I'm meeting them from, from, from America. They are hidden in one village. But things are meeting them from America. Things are meeting them from China, from Kuwait, everywhere. Things are coming to meet them there. Because they have entered into the blessing of what? Location, land, territorial dominion. So from that territory, they can call everywhere and it answers them. I get what I'm saying? And then generational blessing, which comes by all offspring. <laughs> Amen to Jesus. When we get born again, see, we have this in Christ and we also have it physically. Are you get what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. But now, there is something you need to understand. That we have this, but there is an addition that we have to have. Praise God forevermore. Now, this blessing I just spoke about is general for all sins. Are we together? It's a general blessing. As a body of God, you must have that blessing. You must have it. You have it. No, you must have it. You have it. I get what I'm saying. Territorial dominion. Location, the answers to you. And what? Generational blessings. That's why when you get born again, not just generational costing, generational costing. Man, it's not for us when we get born again. We have entered into generational blessings. So the people, your, the offspring that come after you, you have removed them from the family line into the family of Christ. So they are, they are meant to enjoy generational blessings because of the blessing of Abraham that has come upon you. And you also have territorial dominion. You have land dominion. You say, but I don't have a land yet. I have not built yet, but you still have dominion. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, if you use your dominion way, you may not have to even buy land. <laughs> I get what I'm saying? You may not have to buy land, but you get a house. And you get a land. Are you get what I'm saying? All right. Praise God forevermore. Now, this blessing is general and for all sense. The general blessing is not what we refer to as a reward for leaving someone or something to follow Jesus. This general blessing is not the reward for leaving someone or something to suffer with Christ. Now, this general blessing is, let me say, is a reward for being translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when we get, when we leave the kingdom, when God takes us out of the kingdom of darkness and brings us into the kingdom of Christ, this blessing comes to us. Are you getting what I'm saying? But now, there is a re another reward. This blessing is a reward. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, imagine God did you a favor and still rewards you for doing you a favor. It's only God that does that kind of thing, you But that's why the ones meant to reward God for doing us a favor. But God will do us a favor and reward us for doing us a favor. Hi. This Christian faith is beautiful, though. 
Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Now, but it's a beautiful blessing, is that not? But there's another one. And that blessing is the reward for what? The reward for leaving someone or something important. After you have left the kingdom of darkness into this kingdom of light, you now leave someone or something important to what? To suffer for Christ. To follow Christ. Because following Christ is suffering for Christ. Suffering with Christ, sorry. Are we together? There's a blessing that God gives us as reward for suffering with Christ. In other words, suffering for righteousness sake. This blessing comes with persecution when it translates into material and physical things. Are you get what I'm saying? The moment this blessing eh, translates to material and physical things, you will just see persecution come up. Boom. Bullseye. Persecution. It, it, it calls the attention of persecution. It attracts persecution. Are you get what I'm saying? Praise God. Let me ask a question. What did the sense of the first church have that they were persecuting them? What material things did they have that were persecuting them? Are you get what I'm saying? But let me tell you what material thing they had that, 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 that was making them persecute them. Jesus said, anyone who lives father, mother, brother, sister. Is that not so? Brethren. Before he says houses and land, houses and follows me. Are you get what I'm saying? The emphasis was more on relationship. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. More relationship. And see, the hardest thing to live is relationship. I'm talking from experience. Huh? I'm talking from experience. Ah, you know what it means for how many years? My siblings never to just do, never to just like me, or because born again siblings, or because I said, is this, is this, I'm following Jesus, I'm serving the Lord Christ in this way. Always agitating against me. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. The the hardest the hardest thing to live is relationships. And when I'm talking about marriage, I'm talking about family ties. It's the hardest thing to live. Even with, before family ties, said, to even break up a relationship you had with a girl or a boy, that like you have had a journey for six years or five years, it becomes a problem. You know? I heard of a lady who she, she had courted a man for six years, and the man finally told her he's not marrying her again. She, her mental fuse blew. Boom. She, boom. She ran mad. That's why it's not her father, it's not her brother, it's not her sister. Are you get what I'm saying? They're talking about leaving family. Family ties to, to follow Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? To follow Christ. Ah, it's not an easy tax. It's not an easy tax. Very challenging. Very, very, very challenging. So the first thing here is talking about is physical, which is what? Family, which is family ties. And in the first church, one of the major things that happened was that many of them left family ties. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, when I was looking at um, a, 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 um, a, a, the movie on um, one of the after one of the proteges of John the Beloved, I've forgotten his name. Ah, why can I not remember his name? You know, ah, I forgot. I, I saw that movie. One of the proteges of John the Beloved. You know, his house was used. Ah, why am I forgetting his name? Ah, Lord help me. His house was used to disciple the saints and. Some of the saints were young chaps, are you get what I'm saying, who had to leave their families because their families were submitting to the Roman um, 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 law, the Roman laws, which was that everybody was to serve the Roman emperor as God. They were to worship him. But the Christians said no. So these boys had to leave their families and come and stay with, with him. Are you get what I'm saying? So when they left their families, 
the saints became their family. Now, so what did the first church have that was making them pursue them? Did they have lands? Did they have uh, cars, houses? What did they have? They had relationship. <laughs> Father, mother, brother, sister, they left them and they came into somebody's house and never did them from before. You get what I'm saying? You just came into somebody's house. Somebody opened his house. Somebody you have never met before. He just spoke Jesus to so you and you, you accepted us and he, had, he trusted you enough to bring you to be staying in his house. Tell me the devil will be jealous of that because the devil can't do that to his folks. You get what I'm saying? And he shows you love. He's not maltreating you. He's not messing up your life. When I brought somebody to stay with me, when I came to this mission field, the young man just started behaving mentally derailed. I must say that. His head just went off. Started misbehaving. I said, ah, see, me see something. No. I brought you to stay with me so I can disciple you. Where? And you started misbehaving. I said, okay, no problem. Go out. Since you cannot say, please go. They, don't, they couldn't understand that. I brought some young men to stay with me in my house then, discipling them. They couldn't understand it. That this is the way it's done. The devil became jealous of that. Are you get what I'm saying? And the church, there was an only church persecution against the church. Why? Because relationship, family ties are the strongest ties. Are you get what I'm saying? And the strongest ties. Once they are broken, there's a tendency that you can never mend them. You can never have another family again. I remember somebody, uh, uh, somebody in my family called me and told me you, you, you will always, you will need your family one day because they had, my, my, my siblings are poisoning his mind, talk to manner of things. One day I told him, I say, you think I'm a child? You think I don't understand? My sibling used to come and sit down and gossip me and poison your mind about me. And you call me and start talking anyhow. He, he kept quiet. I said, what kind of boy is this one? One day called me and said, you will need your family. And I replied in a shout back, and we only need God. This was that many years ago. And that statement has proved true. I get what I'm saying? Ah. So I'm telling you. The emphasis of Jesus saying what we will get, they were, the emphasis was on relationships, family ties, family ties. And the hardest tie to break is family tie. Now, why do we have a lot of problem in church? Because people break family ties to come to church. They leave, not just break, they leave family to come to church and church now be, treats them like what? Like the devil. Church, Christians now treat them like the devil. Be they left family to come to get a new, a new family. And you, the new family, now treats them Badly. They now say, ah, but my family was even treating me better, self. So I should have even stayed with my family. That's why we have to be wary of this. Are we together? What did they have that the church was that they, that they were persecuting from, persecuting them from physically? They had family. They had tie, family tie. They had relationship. That's why the Bible says that in that time nobody lacked. Those that had sold what they had, they sold their lands so that everybody was well supplied for. They had a sense of communal life, of family. Yes, we will not live communal life now because we are not under that kind of persecution. But it doesn't change the fact that we must still have this understanding that what Jesus was talking about here was majorly family ties. And if I cannot get this family tie a hundredfold in the so-called denomination I'm attending, then it means that there's something wrong somewhere. Are we together? Yes. Praise God forevermore. Amen, Amen to Jesus. Amen. And so there's a blessing in suffering for Christ. And God gives it. Suffering with Christ. God gives the reward. Amen to Jesus. And so, this reward majorly comes with relationships. God begins to bless you with relationships that are like family to you. I see 
when 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 I when I when when I took the decision to do that, I suffered for how many years? Over ten years, with siblings that every day is one problem or the other. God saw the in his in his mercy saw that I would have been drowned in the envy of that. He took me out of Nigeria. And when he, when when the missions in Congo finished, he didn't even allow me to stay more than two weeks <laughs> in the location and took send me out again. I hear what I'm saying. And that was how God began to give me peace. But you know, it looked like I would not even get family. Stayed in a in, in, in the capital city of this country, Accra, for five years and could not get anybody like family. But when God brought us to this field, to this location, family began to come. God began to bring the blessing of what? Family. I hear what I'm saying. A hundredfold. People that are like, you know, oh my God, like elder ones. People I can sit down with and talk and I'm relaxed. And I'm not, you understand what I'm saying? I remember once somebody, one of my elder ones told me, why are you so apprehensive? My mind, I said, why would I be apprehensive? My talking with you is enough to be apprehensive. I have to watch my word, watch my lips, watch my tongue. I remember a man of God was speaking and said, he doesn't like, he said one day he spoke and somebody told him, ah, you are so innocent too. You are so innocent, you talk like a baby. He said, you don't, you don't hide anything. He said, yes. He said, because he doesn't like when he's sitting with somebody and he has to watch his mouth, his tongue, his head, his brain, his teeth, everything, his tongue. He will watch everything before he opens. He said, it's not comfortable. Then I could not tell anybody what's happening around my family. I could not talk. I was just choked up. Pray. I would pray for hours. Pray, pray, pray. I was already using prayer, 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 prayer. Thank God for those times. But finally, the blessing of family started coming. Are we together? Is that blessing? Are you gonna have seen? Amen. This is a blessing that gives that God gives us a reward for suffering with Christ, that suffering for righteousness' sake. This blessing comes with persecution when it translates into material and physical things. Are you getting what I'm saying? This means that persecution bets this blessing, and the blessing comes with persecution. Are we together? So it's first relationship. Then you begin to see family members begin to persecute you for you are, you are getting out, you are not you are not following us. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there's also other aspect of there's land too. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, there's land because Jesus talked about land and houses. Amen to Jesus. All right. The blessing is sandwiched and surrounded by persecution. That's the thing about the blessing, this kind of blessing. It's sandwiched and what? Surrounded by persecution. This is the blessing Jesus spoke about in his sermon on the mount when he said, Blessed are those who what? Are persecuted. You know? That's the blessing he's talking about here. Praise God. And the same blessing he told Peter, as we have studied above. This blessing is the earthly reward for leaving someone or something which will cause persecution to follow and suffer with Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a blessing that we get for leaving someone and something to what? Suffer with Christ. And it will also cause you persecution too. Are you getting what I'm saying? You persecuted for doing it. Amen to Jesus. Jesus gives this blessing because he is a rewarder. Are we together? He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. His reward is both in time, as Jesus stated, and what? In eternity. Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The Father gives this blessing because the father is a rewarder my brother my sister i just want to tell you something today the father is a rewarder remember when we were in our previous in the previous location in this country when the lord began to preach one day i was preaching and, and, and i was shouting god is a rewarder I, the whole everywhere was hearing it i was shouting god is a rewarder i was preaching it to myself he's a rewarder 
My brothers, I tell you, he is a rewarder. Oh, look at me here now. People are not caring after me. Who cared after me before? Who sent me? Who loved me? It's only people that take from me that were coming my way. Extortioners, exploiters. Who care about me? Did I say that somebody is caring to ensure that I, I, please, I want a final house for you to stay. Somebody is breaking, they are worrying their head about my, about me and my family. Who care? Even, even parents don't even worry their head about myself. I've, I've dashed him to the Lord. Anyhow, anyhow, let it be going. Who cared about me? But today, people can care about me. People can care about me. People can care about my family. Oh, people can care about my family. People can care about me and my family. I'm telling you, for, for about 13 years, nobody cared about me and my family. Both family, both outside that, nobody cared. But today, people can care. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Why does God reward us in time? You know, I once heard somebody said that when we give, it's just, it says the reward is in heaven only. So when you just give, don't forget it. There's no reward. I say, hey, God, even we self as human beings, we are, we are, we know that whatsoever you do, when you sow seed, you, you plant it, you have your best. So you say, okay, I've, I've got to plant corn. I will reap corn in eternity. I, I will not plant now. Even we know that uh, you, the reason why you, you do things is because at least for the now, you should have something running you. So if God, all we do for God is for God to return us in eternity, that means we will not survive to eternity. <laughs> we will not survive till eternity. So what we need to do is just, God just take us from earth as we get born again, since all our reward will be in heaven. But there's a reward for time. Amen. Amen. Why does God reward us in time? God rewards us in time to encourage and motivate us to keep serving him and suffering with Christ. Same way every good father we motivate and encourage his children to go through the required sufferings for them to succeed in life through reward systems. We reward our children so that they will go through the sufferings to succeed in life. Are you get what I'm saying? That's the same way our Heavenly Father rewards us here so we can go through the sufferings with Christ here. The joy of persecution is that God the Father rewards us for suffering with Christ Jesus here in time with both spiritual and physical what? blessings which makes us to be further persecuted for the sake of the gospel <laughs> this is the joy we must crave for and enjoy how many of us want to be persecuted for the lord jesus how many of us want to suffer with christ this moment lift up your hands and say lord i'm ready again because there are reward systems in place Lord, I'm ready. Go ahead and turn that to prayer tonight. Lord, I'm ready. Jandrokos imbrande breketosia repikete rebekerotosa. Lord, I'm ready. That's the first step. So just say these prayers after me. Jesus, I come to you with my heart. I believe. My mouth, I confess that you are my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone who has made this prayer. Thank you for receiving them, the beloved, and thank you for granting them the grace to save and follow you all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are ready. Ready, we receive it. We receive it. Yes, we receive the grace to suffer with Christ and receive the rewards that comes along with it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We are praying for the sick now in the name of Jesus. We cause sicknesses and diseases. We cause infirmities. We cause every form of deformity. We cause every form of abnormality and anomality. We cause retrogressions and command it to be progression now. We decree healings in bodies. 
Headaches are gone now. Yes, every form of ache and pain is gone now in the name of Jesus. We decree absolute liberations. For those who the devil is manipulating their minds, we command liberation of the mind in the name of Jesus. Yes, I cause suicidal thoughts now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, there's somebody for the past three days, the suicidal thoughts have been heavy on your mind. Suicidal thoughts have been heavy. Now we cause that suicidal thought now in the name of Jesus. You shall not die. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, pre kasatala shataba. E pre katalaba kotolobo saparatasa. There's somebody about embarking on a journey. And the Lord will have me tell you, do not go. Do not go. Don't go on that journey. Don't go on that journey. That's what the Lord will have me tell you. Don't go on that journey. Don't go on the journey. The Lord says, you will go on a later date, but not this time. Don't go on that journey. And in the shortest space of time, you will see the reason why the Lord told you not to go on that journey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name forever. Be glorified in the name of Jesus. But there's somebody, there's a pain in your in your lower abdomen, in between your, you know, your, your waistline and your your your, your belly. Just, it's just that line there, there's a pain all through that line. There's a pain there. In the name of Jesus, we cause that pain to the roots. And we decree healing in Jesus' name. Healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. And there's somebody you did an operation and the stitches, you know, have been removed. But the place is refusing to close up. It's refusing to close up. It's refusing to close up. The power of Jesus is rocking through that, walking through your body now. And you are seeing it close up right now. It closes up now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. There's somebody I see, you have a cut on your face, your face, the side of your face, just, you know, on the side of your face, by your right side of your face, a cut there. And the cut is beginning to, is beginning to, you know, deteriorate seriously. Deteriorate seriously. The power of God is coming into that court now and every satanic poison that has been put there is removed in the name of Jesus now the healing balm is at work in you it's, it's a gradual healing process by the, in the next three days you see it's totally healed you know the believe about it there won't be no scar <laughs> there will be no scar thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Blessed be your name forever. Be glorified in Jesus' precious name. We decree deliverances, breakthroughs, signs, and wonders. Thank you, Lord and King, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. God bless us. Um, grace to you. Tomorrow morning we're going to be tomorrow morning we're going to be praying. Beloved, you are about to listen to Year 2023 Airs Conference. Through the scriptures, you will receive revelation light on what it takes to manifest as a heir of God and joint heir with Christ. Now, listen to the full teaching by Chim D. Ohan. Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana, account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana, you can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number five five four one oh two oh five nine two also for further enquiries you can call us on plus two three three five four five nine four seven one three two 
O-R. Send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.